Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. Our meditation continues on the Sermon on the Mount, uh, right side up attitude in an upside down world. One verse today, Matthew 6, 26. Hey, you know what the Lord wants us to do? He wants us to build a bird feeder. Really? Behold the fowls of the air. They sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Build a bird feeder. Join a bird watcher's club. Watch the eagerness of the little yellow finches and the boldness of the cardinals and the humility of the morning doves. Watch your cat. Watch your birds, okay? Hey, what better way to study and learn from the fowls of the air than to build a bird feeder? Grab a cup of coffee and sit down and watch the little creatures scurry for food. Our Lord is illustrating his command to take no thought with normal, ordinary, pesky little birds. Before we dig into Christ's illustration, what do you think we can learn from bird watching? Forethought is a gift that God has given to human beings made in his image, but kept back from the birds. I love the way the New Testament commentators Hendrickson and Kistemacher explain this in a way that we can all understand. Christ's argument, if the birds who cannot in any real sense plan ahead have no reason to worry, then certainly you, my followers, endowed with intelligence so that you can take thought for the future, should not be filled with apprehension. Again, if God provides even for these lower creatures, how much more will he care for you who are created in his very image? And especially if the one who feeds them is your heavenly father, but their creator, then how thoroughly unreasonable your anxiety becomes. You are of more value than they, are you not? Asks the Lord in a question so worded in the original that it expects an affirmative answer, okay? So if birds don't worry, why should we? Why do we? Behold the fowls of the air. God created birds with special abilities and unique defense systems to survive. In Leviticus 11, uh, verses 13 to 19, there's no less than 20 birds listed, an eagle, Ossifrage, osprey, kite, falcon, raven, ostrich, nighthawk, seagull, hawk, owl, cormorant, ibis, water hen, pelican, vulture, stork, heron, hoopoe, and bat. And I'm sure I messed up some of those pronunciations, but in Psalm 84.3, it talks about a sparrow and the swallow. Remember the beautiful passage about the hen and her chicks in Matthew 23, the rooster in Peter's denial, and the dove in the baptism of Jesus? These birds have been around for over 6,000 years. God takes care of them, and he will take care of you too. What do the following passages say about God's care for his children? Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. How much more are you better than the fowls? They sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Imagine an eagle driving a John Deere tractor, or a couple of old owls and white doves bailing hay. Now, this is not to say that they're lazy. Come on, birds are forever rushing around looking for food, finding just right materials for their nests, protecting their eggs, and feeding their young. God's protection and provision in the bird world actually started when he created each little winged creature. Did you know 
Did you know that the ostrich can run 31 miles per hour and his legs so powerful they can kick and kill animals the size of lions? Did you know that the hummingbirds are the tiniest of birds, can hear and see better than humans? And they're so smart, they can remember every flower they've been to and how long it will take for that flower to refill? Their hearts beat 1,260 times a minute, and they can average flying 25 to 30 miles a day and can fly both frontwards and backwards. Are ye not much better than they? Did you notice that Jesus noticed the sparrows? Did you know that the sparrow is considered the second most annoying bird in existence? They eat everything, multiply quickly, gather in flocks of thousands, and take over areas from other birds. Matthew offers two sparrows for a copper coin. Luke, by the way, gives a better deal, five sparrows for two copper coins. Okay, God cares for pesky little birds. God also cares for his image bearers, his children. So if birds don't worry about anything, why should we? Why do we? God has given us the ability and the knowledge to grow and gather food. The birds cannot take things into their own hands. They don't even have hands. So they must trust or die. We must trust and work with the abilities that God has given us. God can and will work miracles through our feeble efforts. A widow woman makes cakes for Elijah, and God kept almost empty pots full. A little boy's mother prepared a lunch of five loaves and two fish, and God fed thousands with the lunch. Servants can fill water pots with water, and God turned the water into wine. We are to do what God has enabled us to do. Then, watch God do what only he can do. Your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more value than they? Watch how God protects and provides for each little creature. Thank God for his protection and his provision in your life. If you do, your worries will take on wings and fly away, just like a little bird. Our time's up for today. I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you get a chance to look at some birds and watch how God protects them today. Today's the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. Let's be glad we have a God that takes care of us, and I hope that you have a really, really, really good day.